Hey, profitable creators. I'm Molly Kaiser, and I went from being an art school dropout with just 81 cents to my name to building an online education business, helping thousands of creative business owners around the world. Each week, I have the honor of interviewing six-figure entrepreneurs about what's working best for them right now, the biggest lessons they've learned, and their top tangible takeaways you can put into place for your business. This is the Profitable Creator Podcast. All right, guys. Today, I am here with my friend, Emily Hirsch. She is a leading digital marketing strategist, young entrepreneur, which always blows me away that you're what, 25? Yep. (laughs) I love it. And founder of Hirsch Marketing, one of the fastest growing digital marketing agencies that is responsible for over, wait for it, $90 $90 million in ad spend and counting um, in, oh, excuse me, in client revenue, revenue generated. That's incredible. Um, Emily and her team of experts work with top level influencers and game changing entrepreneurs to grow their businesses and generate massive revenue using her revolutionary Hirsch process. So welcome, Emily. Thank you. I'm excited. Yay. I- I'm super excited because I mean, We've hung out a bunch, but I'm still like curious to hear your answers. I feel like I'm going to learn a lot. So tell me, I would love to hear the whole story around like how you got started and where you, how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So I started my business about five years ago when I had my son Um, and I was like in college, had him at 20, he was 19, got pregnant. Um, And I have always been an entrepreneur. Like that's just the way my brain works. But I fell into this online world. I started doing virtual assistant work because I'm good at like admin stuff and that like I did that in high school. And so I was like, okay, I can do this online. Um, That's what kind of introduced me to the online influencers and coaches and people selling digital products and services. And so I did that for like a year. And then I started doing Facebook ads for those people. They're just like, you know, yeah, well, you can try it and and do Facebook (laughs) ads and um, which is amazing. Like people hired their VA to, to do their Facebook ads. But I got experience then doing Facebook ads and I just self-taught like literally, literally like YouTube, how do I do this? Like in the (laughs) beginning. Um, and then took some courses, listened to podcasts and taught myself Facebook ads, started getting amazing results for those people. And then made that my specialty, got myself fully booked out doing that. I think I had like 15 clients once on my own, which is insane. When I look at one of our ads managers now, what they can handle. Um, and then about three years ago, started building my team out and that's what kind of moved me towards the, the whole agency model that I have now with 22 team members and over 50 clients on our roster. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that it, like I knew you were a VA, but I didn't know that your clients were just like, yeah, like run my ass. <laughs> yeah. I remember one of the first clients, like I ran her digital summit and it was actually like a big deal. Like Byron Katie was in the summit and Dan Siegel and all these like big names. It was the parenting summit. And I ran all the ads and got like 60 cent leads and I didn't know wow. what I was doing. <laughs> and so that was like, I was like, cool, this is so awesome. Like I want to do more of this. And so that was one of the first like big campaigns or actually spent a lot of money with it, but yeah, she let me do it. And that's smart too, because, uh, or that worked out obviously, but like for her too, because I mean, what a deal for her. I know exactly. I was like a $20 (laughs) an hour VA running your ads. (laughs) That's so cool. So I'm really curious to hear more about your agency. Like, um, I would love to know what's like your main marketing technique right now that you guys use to get clients for your agency. Yeah, our main one, um, 
our main, it's layered. So we do a lot of ads to my podcast, um, to engagement videos, just like visibility, because for the most part, people who come on as clients have to already have had a previous touch point with us just because we're selling such a big partnership basically to come on, you know, be your agency. So it works really well to promote my podcast. That's one of our biggest drivers in getting clients in each one of those episodes. I send people to our application. Um, so we run ads to specific podcast episodes, um, every month. And then I do a live webinar. I've been doing a live webinar every month for the last like three or four months. And that's been working really well, um, where people sign up for the webinar. And then I pitch the application at the end and they go and apply. So right now that's what's working really well for us. That's cool. Yeah. I, I obviously I'm a huge fan of podcasts, <laughs> but yeah. they work so well to build that no like, and trust factor. And it's just convenient to listen to. So very cool. Um, I don't normally ask this question, but since, I mean, you're such a wealth of knowledge with Facebook ads, I would love to ask the same question, but like, what's like one Facebook ad and I don't, I'm not like a Facebook ads guru by any means, but like what's like one Facebook ads technique that is working really well right now? Um, Oh man, there's a few I could choose from. I would say like layering your audiences like that is like something, especially I think that people who, if you don't have a lot of experience with Facebook ads, you may not think about how you can run ads to content. So if you did a Facebook live or you have a podcast, you can actually turn that into an ad, target that to your ideal customer, and then create an audience of people who consume that content and then show them another ad. And I think people just see Facebook ads a lot of times as like one thing, like my lead generation, Mm. and that's what I use it for. But the key with it is to layer it. And so we always have success with creating that like going to the next level and creating that layered strategy because the goal with Facebook ads is not just to get you leads, but it's so that your brand shows up everywhere. You want people to think of you when they think of the problem you solve. So for me, it's Facebook ads, right? And so the way I do that is be by being consistent with all different types of ads and then retargeting people based on actions they took. That's awesome. I love that too, because for me in my feed, right now it's a lot of ads that are going straight to a sales page. And it's like, well, I don't even know who you are yet, you know? So I, and, but I've thought of times I have purchased and it is when, you know, it's a really interesting video that's short and I learn from it and then I trust that person. And then, yeah. So that makes a lot of sense, at least for me as a purchaser. So yeah. Uh, Very, very cool. So if you were to start a brand new company, (laughs) which, I mean, you're not going to because your company is amazing, but let's say you were, and you only had $500 to your name. Like that's it. What would be like the main marketing? I feel like I already know your answer to this, but yeah. what would be like the main marketing technique you would use? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying, like I, I biased to Facebook ads and I'm trying to think <laughs> if there would be a better you're like option. Pinterest ads. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I really do think Facebook ads because what I would do is I run it to content. So I'd run like $500 isn't a ton if that's all I had, not $500 a month, mm-hmm. I would run it to valuable content just to start getting my following and try to start having conversations, maybe get them in a Facebook group, like something like that, where then I could leverage the people that see my content more. So mm-hmm. I would do Facebook and Instagram ads because I think that's where most people are. I yeah. know I am biased, but I actually do truly <laughs> believe that's the best option. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I love Facebook ads too. And Facebook group is actually, that's like one of the top techniques that I recommend and use personally. Like when we started a new business, it's just, I feel like it's one of the fastest ways. So I think combining, actually, do you have any tips around that? Like how can you leverage a group with 
ads? Like, do you ever run ads to a group? Yeah. So you actually aren't allowed to run ads straight to like a Facebook link. And so you used to be able to like use a bit.ly and get around it. And then they've kind of caught on to that. So you have to be careful. Um, so the two ways that you can do it are one, like opt in and then send them to a Facebook group. And the benefit of that is at least you get their email too. Obviously you won't get as many people because you're asking them to take an extra step. The other way you could do it is have an opt in and then put the Facebook group on the thank you page. So sometimes we do that with like a webinar. Um, that's also great for like a live launch where you've got this pop-up Facebook group supporting the live launch. And so they sign up for it. And then the thank you page is like, make sure you join the group to get extra trainings or whatever else. So it's kind of tying it into what you're already doing since you can't drive it directly to the Facebook group and ads. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. Very cool. And yeah, I like to do that too, the thank you page and the group Groups just grow so quickly. Like people, I mean, who doesn't want to be part of a group? It's like, yeah. it's just fun and it's free content and or for, usually it should be. Um, okay. So my next question is, obviously you're generating sales in your business by, you know, you have people hire you to do their ads. So, I mean, that's pretty clear, but I guess what I'm curious is since you have, you know, access to all this great stats, which I think is just like, that's like the number one thing I'm jealous of. You can see all these different clients and like what's working. It's so cool. Um, so my question is what's like one sales technique right now that is just really killing it. Yeah. Honestly, what's doing really well, like type of funnel is a self liquidating offer funnel. And I feel like it's kind of replaced the like book for, you know, free plus shipping book funnel and even the paid challenge funnel that people were doing in the past where you take a really good offer and it can't just be like a worksheet. Like it has to be something that's worth like three times the value you're going to charge for it. It's a good kind of scale. So we actually have one and it's like all of our templates for ads. So our projection calculator, our ad tracking sheet, like all of those things that you people want and ask me for all the time is the start of ours. And so it's cool because it works no matter what your next offer is, like even if it's high ticket like mine, you know, it's working to get a quality lead in my self-liquidating funnel and then send them to the application because the actual product is serving to build trust. So the product's so good that they get it and they're like, wow, this is so cool. Like I trust you more and now I want you to do my ads, you know, would be the goal. And so we have a lot of clients doing something like that. And the goal is that it pays for your ad spend. And so if that funnel can pay for your ad spend and then you have more expensive things on the back end, then that becomes profit. Um, and that's working really well for several of our clients. That's super cool. Um, so is it something like you are running ads to a freebie and then the offers on the next page, or is it like directly to that offer or talk directly that? to that offer? We've been doing a lot of, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And what's the like a, so is there a good like price range or Um, I'd say 27 to 47 for that entry point. Like if you're going to do cold traffic, you don't really want to go higher than that because it's hard then to sell it, you know? So especially if you don't have a following already. So 27 to 47 is a good entry price point. And then obviously you can go higher from, from there. Super cool. I love that. And customers that have already paid you money, even if it's only $27, um, it's going to be way more likely to get them to purchase other stuff. Right. And they're like Especially way more loyal of what they bought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If they don't like what they bought, then they're yeah. probably for <laughs> sure not going to buy <laughs> the next thing for sure. Um, okay. Super cool. So I know that you, um, so wait, how old is you have a baby William? How old is he now? He's uh, three and a half months or almost four months. 
Okay, so three and a half months, and I've been watching your Instagram, and you've been talking about juggling work with life again. So talk about, I know nobody can get this perfect, but do you have any top tips for how you balance work with? I mean, you have three kids, so yeah. Um, honestly, getting help is like my biggest one, and just being intentional with like my, where I dedicate my time, I think. And I do get asked this a lot. And I, I'm always thinking like how people ask me, like, how do you do it all? And it's not crazy. And do you never sleep? And I'm like, no, I actually sleep like eight hours a night. Like I have to sleep. Um, so I have dedicated time where like, this is the hours that I work and I'm fully present for my work. Ideally with a three month old, that's a little hard, but <laughs> I'm ideally fully present and I have support with the kids during that time. And then usually it's like three, 4 PM. I switch gears and that's when I'm with my kids fully present. I can do some laundry, but mostly hang out with my kids, have dinner, like do bedtime, all of that. And I'm also very strict about that time. I try to leave my phone in my office and like, you know, that is what I'm doing during that time. So getting help when I'm intentionally working, like from a nanny, from a house cleaner, whatever it is, and then being present with wherever I'm putting my energy. When it gets really hard is when you're trying to at the same time, work and watch your kids and they're like, mom, mom. And you're like, sorry, I'm writing this email. And <laughs> that's when it's impossible. Um, I also am very intentional with scheduling time for myself. So like I go for a walk every morning and that's like a non-negotiable. And I think getting into my routine of that, um, is really key. Like sometimes I will lose it for a week and I just feel off. Like I have to have that one thing that's for me, even if it's 20 minutes every day. That's awesome. So it sounds like for you, really, it's just like having a really clear schedule and sticking to that schedule. Yeah. Routine is everything. And which is so much easier said than done, obviously, but like, it's such a, such a good tip. It's so important. Um, I was just talking to somebody yesterday about how my sleep pattern has like shifted a little bit since COVID Mm -hmm. in a, not a good way. Like I've stayed up a little bit later and I noticed that I was way less productive. And then as soon as I shifted it back, um, like I get, a, I actually sleep like nine, 10 hours a night. Like I need like a lot. I totally sleep. would. I need like probably nine, but eight is good with it. With an Aaron, can, I don't know what, it, if it's like a guy thing, but Aaron can do like seven. And I'm like, no, I, I wish like- I had that skill. I truly do wish that I could do that. Cause I would get so much more time, but I need my sleep. Me too. Same for sure. Okay, cool. So I know that you love to travel and like speak at conferences and stuff like that. So I'm super excited to hear what do you think is like the best adventure or opportunity you've been given because of this business that you created? Um, definitely like speaking. It's, that's actually something speaking at events that I, five years ago, I would have been like, no, I don't want to speak in front of people. Like that doesn't sound fun. And it, and it pushes me out of my comfort zone for sure. Like I, I wouldn't say I'm a natural, like I love public speaking, but it's something I do to push myself to be better. And I have like learned to really enjoy it. And I like being able to have an impact on an audience of people there to watch you speak. So I think that's something that, um, has been an adventure. And with that, obviously I get to travel to new cities and I've brought my kids like when they were young. I brought Ella, you know, to like way too many conferences and masterminds. I loved it though. Like Emily would show up at our mastermind. We're like, Ella's here. Yeah, she was my little sidekick. She was, she was (laughs) and still is so good. Oh my gosh, she's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. So getting to go, you know, travel, I've been to Canada and Boise and all over just to go to events has been. Well, and then Fiji, well, that wasn't for business, right? 
Yeah, technically not for business. No, <laughs> we could, um, we went to Australia and I did see a couple of clients that trip, but um, no, I totally love to travel. Like if that's where I put my money is like experiences versus things for sure. So I love that I can tie that into business too when I go to events. Cool. I'm definitely the same way. I literally like Aaron and I even share a vehicle. Like I would much rather just put my money into um, you know, month long trip to Europe, something like that. So for sure. Very cool. So if you could share just one like great takeaway tip with those listening today, what would you like that to be? Um, I know you'll appreciate this one. It's definitely like stay focused in your business. I think like if that's one thing that's contributed to my growth from when I started in like the last three years of like tremendous growth and growing a team, it's because I'm just so focused. People ask me like, what's next for you? I'm like the same thing. I'm just (laughs) really, um, (laughs) like I'm not launching a new product. I'm going to keep figuring out how to do better with what I have. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that when I start to get bored and it's like, okay, what should I do? Because I you know, don't have anything to do right now, but it's truly so powerful to like continually refine what you have and stay super focused and scale it versus like create a bunch of new things. And it's a, a real skill because it's hard for us entrepreneurs to do that. Oh my gosh, this is my favorite tip ever because yeah, I, you know, I'm sure anyone who follows me is like, we get it, Molly, focus. (laughs) But yeah, it's definitely my favorite. Um, And like you said, it's when you find your place, when you find yourself thinking, what should I do next? It's like, go back to that one thing you've been working on and figure out how can I sell more? How can I help my students more? How can I? So I love that. And yeah, you guys have what, two, three offerings total? Yeah. I mean, we just have done for you and done with you. And then in the done for you, there's two different package options you can choose based on where you're at, but that's it. It's just those. And you did done for you. I mean, keep in mind guys, like she did just focus on the agency until like, I think at least a million, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was at, I was already at over 2 million and then we introduced the done with you course. Which even <laughs> arguably then like Alex Scherf and our mutual friend and coach was like, no, don't do it. You need to stay focused. But I did. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yes. Uh, oh gosh. Anyways, I could talk about that for a whole episode, but um, awesome. Well, thank you so much. There's so many good tips about, you know, what's working now, how, like top tips for marketing and Facebook ads. Um, yeah. Is there any other last minute like Facebook ad tip you want to share with us? Um, just start like, like you don't have to have everything perfect with your Facebook ads, especially if you start promoting content and I want people to just go into it, especially if you're going to try and do it yourself, like you're going to mess it up. Like you're going to make mistakes. You're going to waste some money. You're going to have a bad strategy. That's all part of the game. And, (laughs) and you're actually learning when you do that so that you can do better in the future. And so don't feel like you have to have everything perfect and it has to work out exactly how you have it planned when it doesn't, you're failing. You just start and start getting more eyes and traffic to your offers and to your content. I love that. So simple and so true because yeah, a lot of people are really scared to even like they'll log into Facebook ad manager and just be like, ah, yeah, (laughs) which I don't blame you. Like hire it out if you can. (laughs) Yeah. Hire it out. Exactly. Um, okay. Awesome. Well, what is the best way for us to connect with you? 
my website would be the best place, hirschmarketing.com. Um, I've got my podcast that comes out twice a week if you like podcasts, which I assume you do if you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> and then we do release like a Hirsch Marketing report every month. So all of that data and intel that we do have, we put that out in a monthly report. And then, of course, if you want to explore our options, there's our application on there. So, okay, wait, what? This report thing, I need to know about this. Is it like an email opt-in deal or? Yeah. Yeah, if you're on our list, you get it. So it's like a, a monthly PDF and we'll tell you here's the top converting ads in all different industries and show you them. And then we'll say like, here's what we saw the last month, what's working right now and what's not. So like self-liquidating offers was on the last one because cool. that's what we saw. Um, yeah, so we try to give you all the behind the scenes information from all of that data we're gathering. All right, guys. Well, if you have something to sell, you should probably get that report because that's awesome. I'm going to be signing up for that for sure. And then last thing is what's uh, the name of your podcast? Hirsch Marketing Underground. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Emily. Um, I'm sure I'll talk to you real soon considering we're recording this virtually, but Emily like lives like five minutes from me. So yep. yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, Emily. Talk to thank you later. Thank you. Hey, Profitable Creator. Thank you so very much for tuning into this episode of the Profitable Creator Podcast. We put out new episodes every week. And if you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you'd support us by subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes. As a thank you, we'd love to send you a free PDF on how to choose your profitable course idea for your business. Just go to ProfitableCourses.com to download. That's ProfitableCourses.com. See you next time.